The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. This is the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. Getting ahead in corporate America or with just about any employer is likely more challenging than it ever has been. With a growing number of companies consistently moving to a model with less while chasing the cheapest price to compete on a global level, employers appear to be comfortable telling many of the same lies they have been for decades. Stick around for today's podcast episode as I talk about top lies employers in corporate America are still telling. Before I get started on this podcast episode, if you do like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. This podcast episode, I wanted to talk about some of the top lies that employers in corporate America are still telling, because it really kind of amazes me how they still believe people buy in to a lot of the things that they're saying, even with the supposed, you know, the great resignation that currently occurred and the difficult time many employers are having in finding quality help. It seems many of them, you know, they're still not being truthful with their current and future employees. Yet they sit there and wonder why no one either wants to work for them or they have staff that doesn't stick around very long. So I came up with a list of some of the most blatant lies employers in corporate America are still telling their current and soon to be former employees. The first one I have on the list here is this is something that gets thrown around quite a bit in the working world today. And that is when a company says we have a good work-life balance at our company. You know, the term work-life balance is, like I said, one employers like to use routinely. And the reason for this is they know most of the people they hire They likely came from a place with no balance whatsoever, let alone a balance between work and life. When an employer tells potential hires of their great balance in the workplace and time off, don't believe it for a minute. It is possible a few scarce companies might have a good balance between time off and time spent on the job. However, the business model of today's corporate America, it just, it doesn't promote a healthy work-life balance for the everyday employee. Most employers know their financial bottom line includes squeezing the life out of the people that work for them. The 40-hour work week for most of America's workers, it's a fabrication born from decades ago when employers and people had respect for each other. And today this is it's simply no longer the case. Most of a company's workers are they're expendable to them and they add to the financial bottom line. The global business model of today with massive outsourcing, cheap inferior products at a low cost, and trying to do more with less simply does not allow a healthy work-life balance in most instances. When a company says we have a great work-life balance here, you know, don't believe it because basically they're full of crap. Most companies don't have a great work-life balance. Another one that they use, that companies use, is there are great advancement opportunities here. And this is something they like to tell, you know, people that they're trying to hire. Sometimes they'll tell, you know, current employees of of the great opportunities. Companies, you know, they'll routinely tell people that they have those great opportunities. The problem with this is simply 
it's not true for everyone, even though they typically tell that to each and every person at a company. Sometimes employers will hire people with no intention of advancing that person, but they will tell them, you know, moving up is certainly a possibility. And they do that to get the person in the door, to hire the person. The reason for this is no one wants to typically work at a place where they don't have any opportunity to advance and pay and position. If employers did not tell the, the great opportunity lie, they would have a difficult time hiring people. Businesses will also always do what is in their best interest. If they have an employee that does a great job in their current position, this person might not ever see a better opportunity if they're qualified because the employer has a hard time filling the role they're currently in. One of the lies that companies are still telling that absolutely makes me kind of laugh is, you know, they'll say, we are family at this company. Our, our employees are, you know, they're our greatest asset. Now I'll tell you, unless you are truly related, you know, by blood as a family member or by marriage to a business owner or someone that runs a company you work for, you're not going to be family. And this statement that many companies so often give, it's completely dishonest. The only asset most companies value, and particularly the ones owned by shareholders, is their profit. The only true asset is how much money the business makes. Employees of the company, they come at a cost. They're an overhead expense, and they're not an asset. True family members often have a hard time laying off or firing people that are related to them. Almost all businesses are quick to get you know, rid of people when they're experiencing difficult times. The employees at companies are not family. And the people that run these businesses do not see most of the people that work for them as a true asset. This next lie that a lot of companies are still telling is one that kind of gets under my skin just in general. And that is, if you work hard, you will get promoted in advance. If there's one true enormous lie in the business world, it's the perception that hard work will always pay off. Anyone that's in the working world is guilty of saying how hard work always pays for itself. Business leaders in corporate America are, you know, they're not short of being guilty with the impression of hard work always results in success. Now, yes, hard work and persistence can and do pay off, but honestly, this isn't always the case. Sometimes working hard is just working harder than someone else. Putting in more hours at the office or doing more than the slacker you work with will not always result in being promoted. The idea of hard work is something employers use to get people to do more by putting the idea in their heads that it's going to lead to advancement. Believing that hard work always pays off is also something many people like to state to others when they become successful. It gives them a sense of being better than others by believing they must have done more to achieve their accomplishments compared to those that fail to succeed. There are plenty of people that probably do work hard and enjoy that success. However, there are also likely just as many that hardly work and they reach their goals. Furthermore, there are likely even more people that work very hard only to fall short of their ultimate goals. This next lie that employers in corporate America are still telling is one that it's kind of hard to actually believe because in today's, you know, politically enraged world that a lot of this stuff still goes on. But when a company says we are not sexist or racist at this company, 
It's a complete lie. And it's still surprising how many companies get away with what they do when it comes to discrimination in 2022. Most corporations claiming to not be sexist or racist do so because they need to try and validate their behavior usually. Just look at the top management and companies that constantly talk about how they do not discriminate and regularly it's easy to see that they, you know, that based on the people they that hold the top positions, you can clearly see that they do discriminate. The true unspoken lie companies almost always talk about not being sexist. It's laughable in the world we live in today. A good example of this can be seen with a lot of the companies that use sex to sell. Look at top companies in things like pharmaceutical sales or the financial industry, and you'll see attractive people, both male and female. So basically they're discriminating. Companies use sex to sell and they do discriminate based on race, age, and even attractiveness. When a company makes the claim of not being sexist or racist, it's a complete lie. One of the lies you'll hear a lot of the time in the hiring process or after you work for a company for a while is, we can't afford to pay you more or give you more time off. Something almost everyone hears in their adult working life is a company claiming these things. It happens all the time with potential new hires and current employees. For example, businesses in their human resource departments claim they're not able to pay a person more because it's not in their budget or doesn't fall within the salary range of a position. You need to know there is no set law that says what a corporation can and can't pay. These are the rules they set up themselves and they do break them. Yet they only break them when they want to and for the people they would like to do that for. The word can't is just a term used by employers to put a stop to a conversation. The truth is there are always exceptions to rules at almost all companies and there are, always will be. The only difference is they will only break those rules when they want to and need to do so. Now, if you truly do work for a company that is a family business or you work for a big company and somebody gets hired in that's maybe from the outside, that's a family member or something, one of the ones you'll hear a lot of times is, well, my brother or nephew or sister, they were best qualified for the open position that you wanted. Well, the truth here is nepotism has existed forever and don't expect the practice to disappear anytime soon. If an employer hires a relative instead of advancing another employee for a higher position, that person might truly be more qualified, yet this isn't always the case. Nepotism is always going to take precedence over someone that isn't related to that person. One of the cautions I can give you here is if you truly work for someone that it is a family-owned business, be very careful because the likelihood of you actually advancing to a very high position, if there's a lot of family members, is not, is not good. Because they're always going to take care of each other, which is somewhat expected, but you just need to know that going into it. Another thing here that they lie, that, co that corporations... And, you know, employers lie about is we don't play favorites. Although some companies and their leaders might claim they don't favor certain people, you need to know this is never the case. Politics and favoritism always play a role in addition to nepotism. 
All companies will promote people and fire the ones they ultimately don't like, either for personal or financial reasons. If an employer tells a worker their decision is not a personal one to, to fire them, it's a complete lie. It's simply not true. It is personal. Another lie you'll commonly hear in a lot of companies is your participation is entirely voluntary. If you're ever asked to attend a work function on a supposedly volunteer basis, this often silently means you're expected to appear. The volunteer participation statement really is just a way to get people to do something without compensating them. Businesses don't want to pay people for gatherings or functions outside of the office, but they do want their employees to show up. Not attending something also will often send a signal to the employer that the person not present, you know, they're not a team player. They must not be a team player because they didn't show up to this volunteer function. The entirely volunteer lie is just part of getting involved in the political workplace games. Don't believe even for a second if an employer tells you there are no politics at the office. This is almost always next to impossible. Another lie that companies like to tell is they'll say, say, say something about their core values, like our core values are helping our customers and making this a great place to work. It's simply a pile of crap. If a company says its main values are rooted in anything other than making money and profits, they're completely untruthful. This is especially the case for public companies that answer to shareholders. All businesses are open to making money. This even includes the so-called nonprofit ones. They all need to make money to operate in one form or another. The for-profit companies go even farther and many times need to keep showing increasing revenue to re reward investors and, and shareholders. Customer service is an important part of many companies, yet if they can find a way to limit the actual service and still make a profit, they will. They don't care. The customers of a company are just a means to an end, which is the money itself. Now, the list I just went over of the top lies employers in corporate America keep telling, they're certainly not the only ones. There's a long list of items that could likely go on forever. All of them probably do come as, you know, not a complete surprise. The only disbelief should be that companies are still using many of the, many of the lies believing trust, you know, believing that people trust them. The real amazement isn't that companies still try to pass the deceits they do, but the fact they many times still believe people trust and what they're telling them. If you're currently employed or looking for work and you hear some of these lies that I just went over, it's really probably not a good sign that the company truly believes that a person's going to believe some of this crap because in this day and age, I mean, a lot of these lies have been going on for a long time. And I really think people are finally becoming aware of how companies truly operate. The business world of today and the corporate America in the world today, it's not what it was back in the 50s or, or 60s. There's so many companies that are competing on a global level and they're having to compete in price, especially when it comes to things like manufacturing or, or, or customer service in many instances, that 
they have to do things for the cheapest price. So they're going to tell the lies that they need to, to get the people in the seats to employ them. So don't believe for a minute what some of these companies are saying. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, do remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. Let me know your thoughts on some of the corporate lies that businesses are still telling. You can send any questions or comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about how much house can you afford? People that are looking to purchase a home frequently question how much they can afford to pay for a house. Although numerous financial experts claim to have a simple formula for the answer, the truth is there are several factors to consider.